today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Email todaycb at rte.ie a recent study has shown that the common medicine pregabalin shows up in one out of every 16 post-mortem toxicology tests and coroners have now renewed a call for the drug marketed as Lyrica to be classified as a control drug which would entail monthly reviews of its prescription. It's used for nerve pain, epilepsy and general anxiety disorders. It's being accessed and sold on the streets for as little as a euro where it's known as the coffin tablet. Well, for more on this, I'm joined now by Dr. Andy, Angie Skews, who's a GP and medical director with SafetyNet. Good morning, Angie, and thank you for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me. I, I mentioned some of the uses for this drug, pregabalin. Will you tell us more about it, what it's used for in medicine? So pregabalin is, is licensed for use for neuropathic pain, generalised anxiety disorder and certain types of epilepsy. And those first two indications really cover a, a, a very broad uh, range of problems. So, so uh, generalised anxiety disorder is quite common and very hard to treat and very distressing. Neuropathic pain is, is essentially um, pain that comes from a damaged nerve. And the, probably the commonest uh, re- re- reason we see that would be in back pain and sciatica. Mm -hmm. And it works for that and is successful, is it? Well, it was licensed for for all of those things and it does work for it, but um, the evidence really shows that it's not any better than a lot of the the other treatments, the pre-existing treatments that we have for those conditions. Mm -hmm. And it is associated with a lot more problems than the older treatments. So although it's licensed for all of those indications, it's not recommended anymore for them except as what we would call a third-line treatment. So it's important that other treatments are tried and pregabalin only used if the others don't work. And you work in addiction services. We've heard this called the coffin tablet selling on the streets, as I mentioned, for a euro ago. And you're hearing from your own clients about why they might use this drug. So what do they say? Yes, that's why I first became aware of it and concerned about it, was was not so much from um, advice from the HSE, or and there has been plenty of that, which is good, but it was our clients started telling us about it. And they have, uh, they have, so I work with a lot of people who have issues with substance misuse, and most of them have very mixed feelings about it, because for a lot of people, it has pleasurable effects. It causes, it, calm, it gives people a calming effect, sedation, euphoria. So especially for people who have a lot of stress and and unhappiness in their lives, it can take that away and make them feel better. But all of my clients know somebody who has died from taking pregabalin or Lyrica. And so they have very mixed feelings about it. So that's the interaction with the other drugs that they may be taking that's coming into play there. Yes, that's what that's what we think. There hasn't been all that much research on it, but but the the stories for the anecdotes from the the clients and um, the the evidence that the the coroners, the pathologists are finding is it seems to be particularly dangerous in combination with other drugs, especially with opiate drugs. So mm-hmm. so if somebody's taking heroin or taking methadone, it it seems to to be particularly dangerous there. And clients would say that too that if 
if they take a, 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 a small or a therapeutic amount of pregabalin, it really um, enhances the effects of the other drugs that they're taking. Okay, so I just want to be clear on that because I'm sure there are people who have been prescribed pregabalin for uh, f- to ha- to treat a, um, a condition that they have prescribed by their doctor, and I don't want them to be fearful here because what we're talking no. about is people using it with opiates, as you've explained there, Angie, very well. Exactly, using it in in much higher doses than would be prescribed. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's a, that's a, I think that's a very important point to make. It is a very good treatment for some people. For some people, nothing else will work to relieve their pain. So, it is a very good, very legitimate treatment for some people. And if it's taken as prescribed, it's it's not dangerous in that it won't cause a fatality. But it does cause physical dependence in a lot of people. So, for example, if somebody is prescribed it for sciatica, sciatica tends to get better. But what the person might find is when they try and stop the pregabalin because their sciatica pain has gone, they start to get unpleasant withdrawal effects. So if somebody is being prescribed it and wants to consider stopping it, it's really important that they speak to their prescriber about that and only try and and, uh, come off it in a very managed way. Controlled way, yeah. Um, So the drugs that we're talking about that are being sold on the streets now, they are prescribed, aren't they? I mean, there's no suggestion that this is being manufactured. No, that's what the, the reports from the Guardi are, are that the, exactly what you said, the street drugs that, that are being bought on the street seem to have been prescribed legitimately in, in Ireland. And that would be kind of reflected in, in the, the number of prescriptions issued. The, the PCRS um, monitors produces data about how common prescriptions are and pregabalin tends to hover around number 20 of the most commonly prescribed drugs in Ireland. And that's, that's really out of proportion to the number of people who would have the conditions that would require it. Mm-hmm. So, so, so it, there's a lot of, that, all of that suggests that medication, pregabalin's being prescribed legitimately is being diverted to people for whom it was not intended. Okay, and Paul Cullen writing in the Irish Times about this is reporting that coroners now are pushing for it to be reclassified. What would that mean? It would just put much more controls around the issuing of the prescription. So, so when you're writing the prescription for a controlled drug, you just you have to write you have to write um, the numbers and write the the number in words as well. And then they ca- it can't be repeated automatically. It needs to be reviewed. So, what I would be very supportive of that because I think it would really raise awareness among prescribers about the problems associated. When Brigabin was first licensed in Ireland. It, it, there wasn't any indication that it, it would cause physical dependence, physical or psychological dependence. And we all thought it, it would be a great answer to, to problems that we didn't have great answers to. And it's very hard. The marketing campaign that went with that was very successful. And it's very hard to counteract that. Mm-hmm. So, so even though there are, are new guidelines have been developed and issued by various professional bodies, um, there is, I think there could be more awareness among prescribers about the problem. Yeah, I'm just looking at the numbers here. So in 2021, it was the 20th most prescribed drug on state drug schemes. 615,000 prescriptions written at a cost yes. of 5.83 million euro. That's in one year. I mean, why, yeah. why do you think that it's one of the most prescribed drugs in the state? Is it that doctors are finding it very hard to say to their patients or to get their patients to cooperate with a, a plan to come off it? 
Yes, yes, and that's exactly it. And I have been in that position myself with, with patients. So a lot of the, the people who are prescribed it have been on it for a long time. It might have been started before um, we were so aware of the problems. Um, but it's also, prescriptions are, 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 people are started on it in all sorts of, of situations, like somebody going to the emergency department with sciatica, somebody at a pain clinic, somebody at an orthopedic clinic. And so sometimes it's started by a doctor doctor who might might have a lot of experience in their own area but might not have much experience in the area of addiction Mm -hmm. and so the person finds it makes them feel better overall and then they go to their GP and it can be a terrible struggle for the GP to get them off it and and the main reason for that is because the withdrawal symptoms can be so unpleasant. So we've had uh, a number of queries from listeners, Angie, as we've been talking about the use of the drug. What would you say to somebody who's concerned about themselves or maybe a family member? Is it best that they contact their prescribing doctor? Yes, definitely. And and the, whoever prescribed it, and, and well, it's usually their GP. It's the easiest person to contact and will be the best person. And they can sit down and have a consultation with them and, and just go through, is it, the, is it the best medication for them? And if it is, and they're taking it as prescribed, then that's fine. That's not a problem. They're not, there's not going to be any risk to them. But if it's possible that an alternative might work just as well for them, then, then their prescriber can just gradually wean down that dose and replace it gradually with something else. Mm -hmm. So just to be aware of it, but don't stop taking it today because you've heard this. You need to be looked after and you need to come off this in a controlled way if that's what you you and your doctor decide to do. Yes, and that's very important because the, the withdrawal symptoms are very unpleasant but they can also be dangerous if somebody was on a high dose and they stopped it suddenly there is a risk of getting seizures which which could be dangerous so but if you do a, a gradual withdrawal then that's perfectly safe and Angie thank you so much for taking us through all of that that's Dr Andy Angie Skews who's a GP and medical director of Safety Net now weird but captivating was how one reviewer described it find out why Irish author Ferdia Lennon's first book called Glorious Exploits is making massive waves. That's next. Text 51551 today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.